Hello and welcome to Show Me Your Mic, episode number 114. If you're just joining us, was that a clear, clear cut? I don't think so. <laughs> Probably the worst yeah. the version of that I've ever heard, but that's good. <laughs> I like to set the bar really low in a podcast. When you're starting over, you're refreshing, you're starting again. Mm. I think I forget mm-hmm. what the, uh, the podcast nerds call it, like the... Um, there's the pod fading is like when a podcast dies. I don't know what, what right. it's called when it's slowly reviving. Like, cause this show had like, uh, let's say it was a thousand listeners or so subscribers uh-huh. or whatever, if, if our stats were correct. And then now it's in the, a few hundreds of subscribers. And so for pod zombie. Yeah, maybe. maybe. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, pod. Like, 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 like Rob zombie, yeah. but, but pod zombie or zom casting. Maybe is probably what's that called. Mm-hmm. That's probably the live mm-hmm. stream version of it, I guess. Is that yes, yes. So welcome to the Zomcast. There was there was an article we had talked before about like void casting, right? Like mm-hmm. talking to nobody. Um, and there was an article I believe over on Kotaku or some the Verge. some a uh, the Verge uh, about um, people who spend forever just streaming to no one, years and years and years streaming to zero viewers, and. I, I don't I I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, it's like are you're doing it to just p- put it out there. I mean, I love the illustration. I think that is a great illustration over on the verge. Uh, you load it up and it's just like you know. It reminds me a lot of what I'm what I'm staring at right now, which is which is kind of funny. But uh, yeah, this this if you're if you're interested, this is a a, a good article to check out. Yeah, and there was a question actually. We'll just kind of like just group everything all together in one big blob of conversation here because I think we kind of touched on it a bit. Um, at Clueless asked a question of the show, which you can do on Twitter using hashtag AskSMYM. Um, but at Clue underscore less asked, why have you gone for Twitch as a streaming service? What are the pros and cons of Twitch? He uses YouTube Live, but with a private feed for patrons, Patreon patrons, is that's a perk? Is it possible mm-hmm. to keep it private in Twitch? So, um, we touched on a bit like Twitch feels like a bit of a fun platform, a little bit smaller pond, maybe to try and get some viewers in. It, it hasn't really worked for us, to be honest. We're still, we have our folks who are like your brothers watching. We have our Logan who's watching from across the pond. We have uh, yeah. uh, a few folks who stopped by, but it definitely hasn't felt like this like random people just stopping by because we're recording a podcast and they're happy to check it out or whatever that we're or if they do it's just to troll us yeah. or you know be put racial slurs in the chat i mean whatever yeah whatever your uh your your fancy as two uh, over on two Twitch. white dudes in tech it's there's a lot of slurs they can throw at us <laughs> yeah boy no. but anyways i digress the it, it still feels like it's a for, sort of fun, creative platform as opposed to YouTube is just like wide open. Everything is on there. And so, um, mm-hmm. and we like to stream video games occasionally and, and have a bit of fun with that. You did f- some Firewatch streaming the other night, which was your first mm-hmm. playthrough of Firewatch, a great game on, on the computer trons. Um, so yeah, that was fun. Um, <laughs> putting games out there to, to watch or even putting games on this channel where most folks are expecting, like I subscribe for YouTube content and 95% of the time it's like somebody messing around editing their podcast or uh, playing a game that came out five years ago or whatever. Um, it's not, it, it's, it's very difficult to stick to one thing for us because we're, we're just kind of all over the place and this is not our day job. This is just like a hobby type thing. And so Twitch is great for that because we just 
we put whatever we want out there. You can do IRL streams now, which can be whatever. Um, I used it to mess around in audio hijack for a little bit on one of our streams. Um, yeah. And actually and that's, that's where for podcasters who are interested in some of that, the like quote unquote behind the scenes stuff back in the day, that was always like what the mystery of like editing a podcast, which I feel like is probably less oh, yeah. of a mystery these days for most folks, but um, it it's worth following. Cause that's often all, well, I've been trying like doing the, like editing a podcast live after the show. Like it's not like something I'm, I'm not doing it cause we're expecting thousands of viewers to suddenly tune in and watch me mess around in logic or you mess around in audio hijack. Mm-hmm. But just, I think the, what this article is interesting about, or what, what is interesting about this article to me is that, um, folks are doing this. They're playing a game on Twitch and streaming it out to Twitch just for the fun of doing that and the experience of doing that. And maybe they're hoping someday to do something bigger with it, but also just like, it's kind of like practicing basketball in your backyard. You're not doing it because people are watching. You're just trying to like get better at the game that you're playing. And I feel like there's some sort of parallel yeah. there uh, outside of the- I, I would say so too. It's, it's like you're doing it because you have fun doing it. Um, there's no one cheering you on from, from the, the proverbial sidelines when you're in your own backyard. Yeah. playing basketball for yourself but it's playing basketball is not performative it, it is there no, are other yeah. benefits that come along <laughs> with with uh, dribbling and shooting and things like that right but you're what, what you're implying is you kind of gain a skill at the same time um one of the things that is quoted in the article says it's kind of exhausting playing to an empty room day in day out with no results and i feel that i get that because we're we're kind of coming in here day in day out one viewer two viewers zero viewers watching our average viewership on twitch is one thing um watching a show sort of stay i mean you were talking about subscriber numbers earlier watching a show sort of stay the same after it's been on the air for four and a half years um or even decline yeah um is also another thing and I don't know. It, it, it just kind of is how it is. I I think one of the other strange parts of it that I don't really like to lean into is saying like, oh, I like that my subscriber numbers are going down. I like that, you know, we only have five true fans of goodstuff.fm. Um, <laughs> that's, that's not the way I really want to go with it. I, I only bring that up because uh, I've opened instagram tv again for the first time in a while Uh, and uh, yeah yeah (laughs) and it's it's mostly like uh someone will take a video and they'll say turn your phone sideways and they'll put up a thing for five seconds wait for you to turn your phone on instagram tv and then play the video in landscape mode it's just like (laughs) why what are you even doing with this yeah um and then the other stuff on there is they're just trying to get you to stay in the app and continue watching content. So they started throwing like, this person is taking a shower. You want to watch that? Okay. <laughs> this person is in a car uh, singing. You want to watch that? And then they sent me a video of Gary Vaynerchuk. And I was like, are you kidding? Like, why? why? And he, he here he is talking to a like cameraman. Yes, man. Who, he, he will say a thing. And then just look kind of despondent, like, yeah, I said, a, I said a thing, right? And then the cameraman's like, yeah, like, <laughs> okay, like, are you nuggets? Great nuggets of, of insight. Uh, and one of the things he said was, I love that my subscriber numbers on YouTube are going down. I love that, <laughs> that my year over year, my, my subscribers are down. It's like, 
Okay, even meet, but that uh, like that doesn't that doesn't what does that mean? Does that that doesn't make it great for the rest of us who are not at that level who are trying to feel accomplished because we're pouring years and years of effort into gaining subscribers, putting content out and talking about things that we're passionate about. And we, we have all the same drive that you do, pal. We just <laughs> like, we, we don't have the notoriety or didn't put it out and have this cascading effect of it going into uh, a whole bunch of eyeballs. Uh, like you did at one point yeah it's privilege mostly it's uh no yeah like putting in the blood sweat and tears eating your prayers there was a lot to cover kind of all at once and i apologize (laughs) but it was just like all of this it it just made me feel so many things all at once that i didn't know how to grapple with it now i'm i'm the fact that like youtube tv thinks that that is content i want to watch or i mean uh, yeah yeah, sorry instagram tv is something i want to watch like I don't think I'm going to go back. Like I, there's, there's folks who are doing really great work, especially in beer uh, where they'll do like, you know, like quick, quick, like, Hey, I'm trying this beer tastes pretty good. And they'll, they'll edit it. It's snappy. It's, it's fun. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't ever want to watch Gary Vaynerchuk sit in the back seat of a car while someone drives on video ever again. <laughs> there's a show title. <laughs> uh, I think the, <laughs> Yeah, there's a few things to unpack there, but I think the the for the <laughs> podcasters maybe who are listening, the like first of all, the like whether it's streaming on Twitch or your your podcast, your subscriber numbers in your podcast host or whatever is staying at zero or it's five, and you know like three of those people is your mom downloading it for you or dad on you know three different podcast players because it is it's, honestly yeah, it is it's disheartening, but also that's where I go back to just like with the Twitch thing is I'm doing this because we we're doing this because we're having fun with it. It's, yeah. it's a place to talk. It's a place to hang out with some friends. It's a place for people who listen and watch and do enjoy it. And, you know, chatting in our discord or whatever, and those kinds of things. And so, um, obviously if it was like, we need to make, I was looking back at some of our notes from like a few years ago from when we started mm-hmm. good stuff and like some of the discussions of like, we need to have like, you know, sponsors now and we need to have like, it's just like a ball of stress to like live like that when you know that it's a thing that you're wanting to do as a hobby, I guess. And sort mm-hmm. of being okay with hobby level versus like, this is my career. Cause I feel like there's almost it, in my experience anyways, in watching people who gain success and other people who don't, it feels like there's a 50, 50 chance based on other random things beyond your control mm-hmm. where all of a sudden some random person retweets your thing. And then someone wants to, you to be a guest on your thing. And all of a sudden you're working at Apple now or whatever, or like you're and you're right. Or yeah. you land a show with Amazon yeah. uh, randomly start starting by talking into a Yeti on a cardboard box. Yeah. yeah. Like, no, for sure. Like Aaron Menke, right? Like that's, that's his show lore, which no, he like, he put, <laughs> I appreciate that you, you, you're able to pick up uh, what I'm, what I'm throwing. Thank, I think thanks, like Chris. he's, I think like that there, he's a great example of like, he deserves all the success he has. Per- perfect example. But it is also, there's a whole lot of random stuff that happened that he didn't control. Like he, he was in, he put himself in the right place, right time for sure. By doing good mm-hmm. work, hard work, creative work, all that stuff. Yep. But yep. if he had done that, three years earlier it would have gone nowhere because it wouldn't podcasting wasn't as big as it was let's say just for one example i mean there's a million different variables mm-hmm. like you know maybe he he was more happier one day and, and didn't want to spend time delving into the darkness of the world or whatever like there's a, a few different variables there but like there is a thing where you put in the hard work and you do that and then it, then it, if you do that and you're still not having the success 
that's where I feel like it's depressing then. And you can really set yourself up for like a mental <laughs> like deep dive into the darkness. Or yeah, 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 for sure. I mean, I, I would say at least for the independent producers, that is the case. Um, when it comes to putting out a show that becomes very interesting, I think one, one of the examples that I've listened to recently, um, Kenny actually sent me, gosh, I can't remember the name of the show. It's going to bother me now, but um, it was basically like an interview with an inanimate object. A vampire? Oh, sorry. And they interviewed a, a Coke can, <laughs> like an off-brand Coke can. And they had someone improving as the Coke can doing an interview. It had sort of this NPR flair to it. And they only have one episode and an intro episode. And it, it, it was like, this is joke content that is 100% down my alley is something that we could produce and put together as good stuff that would get 10 listeners over the course of 15 episodes um, just based on, you know, uh, other factors of like some folks would like it on the network. Some folks wouldn't, it wouldn't get picked up, but now that it's as a part of Radiotopia, right? Radio soap, yeah. Uh, oh, they gotcha. are they are sort of able to pull on that audience and say like, "Hey, this person who has produced stuff for NPR, uh, you know, this show, that show, the other, uh, is doing this other thing now yeah. that you might like, and maybe you should check it out." And it's good; it's good content. But when they get to the end of the show. And they say that this is produced by 20 people <laughs> and, you know, some people did research, some people did music, some, and it's like, this is, this is like far and away, like way beyond anything that a normal person would be able to do. We could never, without going whole hog on good stuff, be able to support content creators in a way that places like NPR are able to, where they're paying an audio engineer. They're paying a someone to do research for them. They're paying someone to do voice work for them. Then they're paying the host, and then they're paying for advertisements. And, you know, it just cascades further and further and further. Uh, and that's sort of what snowballs into notoriety. And that's yeah. what then starts to snowball into if that person does this show and it becomes successful, great. They go somewhere else. And that show also, I guess, by proxy will become even more successful potentially. But once you enter into the professional sphere of, of producing podcasts, I think the expectation is very different. And you it just it, you, you start to see um, the same sort of content. But get uh, more more notice. Um, yeah, yeah. It's it's just it's frustrating, I guess. And uh, I'm trying to like grapple with that that whole thing. And I th I think you feel it too. Yeah. It, well, it's something where like for listeners out there, you're trying to like you want to encourage folks. Like anything is possible, and you can do anything with this. And who knows what will happen? But also like sort of tempering your expectations of what might happen and why you might only get a hundred subscribers. And that would be, that might be the peak of your show or your podcasting life even, or you might suddenly get some massive number, but like to compare going back to the basketball comparison, I guess like you and I playing basketball against it, like the uh, San Antonio Spurs, let's say, or whatever, you know, like 
or Toronto Raptors for the Canadian content. Um, yeah, there you go. There keep, you go. I, in Canada, you have to have a minimum 10% Canadian content. So, um, <laughs> but to have, you know, like to compare that, you have to like, you can't, or you can't compare yourself as if like you and I and the good stuff oh, yeah. team would, no, you know, I, or whatever. I, I, so it's like, yeah, but it, but it is like, you look at the finished product and you're like, they have a podcast. I have a podcast. So why, mm-hmm. <laughs> why theirs not mine? And then, yeah, you well, see like the 20 even, people. Even when it's the same kind of content, um, Air Mankey may be a good example because there are other folks who are trying to do his thing, pretty much exactly what he did um, with science fiction or with, you know, an, another genre or complete horror rather than just kind of spooky a little bit and with differing levels of success. But it's like when you hear a show that is popular you hear their format, you hear their content, and you go and do that yourself as an independent creator. It you can have varying levels of success. It's not a, a guarantee that you will get anything more than zero viewers on on Twitch for for whatever it is you're putting together. Um, and I th- throwing money at something seems to work pretty well in terms of like getting success and as, as hobbyists, as podcast hobbyists, we're not always able to do that. We poured money. I mean, I shouldn't say that we don't haven't put any money into this because we have poured fountains of, of money into good stuff, but it's, (laughs) it's different. Yeah. So enough about the, uh, um, what the downside of not it's not really downside i think the uh, yeah I, you know i don't want to make i don't want to be like the oh hey kyle is now co-hosting the show and it's a real <laughs> downer all it, all it does is talk about like how much podcasting is not a good business to get in because i i mean i've put out five this week it's it's yeah it's what i like to do and it's what i like to put out i think it's like one how the show is one part therapy for i hope anyways my oh, envision yeah. what i envision for this show if you're listening and you're wondering whether you should you should subscribe is like one part therapy for podcasters one part like a bit of advice but sort of spinning into the other conversation i wanted to have too is like the we're not we're not going to be this is the microphone you should do use guys and if you don't use this microphone you're not going to have success people right because that's the the other part of the podcasting world that gets kind of frustrating is the like if you put out crap audio you're not going to have success because you and i both know there's plenty of podcasts who have amazing success in spite of or because of their crappy audio like Mm um or because they don't have a website or because they don't know how to use um itunes seo garbage pop properly or whatever and so when if you're (coughs) i got all emotional there (laughs) but if you're listening and you want like asking us questions about some of those specific things that we've experienced for sure we'll happily talk about those and like mic advice or experience with different uh usb devices or software we use or whatever like happy to talk about that stuff but also know that there is no like abc and then you will have success that's where even like i've toyed with the idea and people have asked me about putting courses together on how to podcast and every time i do that and i start going down that road i think i just i hate the idea of like I, I cannot, cause I know I can't guarantee anybody any amount of success in this arena because there are so many variables I can guarantee or like help you get to a place where you're set up for some, some amount of success. If success, <laughs> careful, mm-hmm. uh, if, if it comes along for you, but, um, yeah, the, the idea that I'm going to get you to the top of the, whatever charts or iTunes charts. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, is I, a I, thing I that it. makes me feel it. yeah queasy inside. So, um, mm. That's where I, I hope and want to develop a, a community of podcasters or people who aspire to podcast who would like to just sort of learn as we go and figure things out, help each other out, you know, 
sort of like a community of folks who podcast, I guess. So there, that's my that really that's really what drives me the most as well. It's like knowing that a couple folks have listened um, or or watched like the Twitch archive is fun. Uh, having folks make in jokes in in our Discord is fun. Um, having having a single tweet go out that says like, "Hey, I'd love it if your if your podcast covered this," or asking a question is as rewarding as just doing doing the show, making the content, and and putting it out there. There's another um, article that you actually put in here for the best. Not trying to bring it down even further, but the best podcasts of 2018. Um, do you listen to any of these? I, is kind of all I'm curious about. Well, the main one, like the so there's the New York Times Daily, which is like a five uh, days a week podcast of just like re- mm-hmm. recover, covering the last day's news, basically. Um, and that's I've really enjoyed that. Just as a person who's not American and not inundated with um, with American news all the time, it's kind of like a way to sort of get a 50 minute version of what's happening in the world. Where so I feel a little bit more caught up. But anyways, part of what they had, like the top one listed there, is Caliphates, um, which is sort of a spinoff from that show, where it like basically an embedded uh, reporter walks through like what's going on with the Islamic State and all that kind of stuff, and how does someone get radicalized into terrorism? And it's like this gripping real world kind of story that obviously there's like it's not a thing going back to what we we're talking about earlier you and i aren't going to like all of a sudden do something like this <laughs> this is right like journalism at, at its most expensive and uh experienced i guess um but some of these shows i think what what inspires for me i guess with these and i like that they're not like so focused on only the, like the typical top ones that you hear about all the time top shows or top networks or whatever there's definitely some of those like the Making Obama one, for example, is a mm-hmm. follow-up to their Making Oprah podcast. And I feel like the if you're listening to that and you think, there's no, obviously I can't interview Obama, how could I ever have a podcast? But like that idea of how someone became a thing that they're, they are, whether it's like at whatever level you're at, locally you could do that about your mayor or locally, you know, or even within your family, you could do that about your grandpa or grandma or whatever. Right. Like, and so, like, I think, and it's a, like a six-episode series, I think, on that one. And it doesn't have to be, like, a forever 50-episodes, you know, run that you'd get exhausted of at the end. Doing, like, a little sort of encapsulated show like that is a great idea. And and starting with something that is attainable at your whatever level you're at is a great way to sort of cut your teeth on on some of these things. Um, and, and same thing with even some of the... Um, like the sort of fictional podcasts that are there, which I don't always get in. Like, I love the idea of that, but then I find myself, I don't really mm-hmm. listen to them all the way through and I get, I, I forget what, where the story is or whatever. Um, Do you ever feel like the, like a podcast is second rate to a, an audible book or someone else, you know, reading like Neil deGrasse Tyson, reading his, <laughs> his autobiography versus like, I don't know, uh, another ast- astronomy folk, you know, talking in a podcast uh, right. week to week or whatever, like is, do you see one better than the other or, or one more valuable one has like the editing prowess versus like someone like us just kind of spewing uh, <laughs> here. Yeah, definitely. I think that's where I like the, I like the latter generally because I have to have podcasts on in the background and it's while I'm doing other stuff and I like to sort of drop in and out. Whereas if it's like, yeah, like somebody, a dedicated podcast or podcast or audio book or whatever, I feel bad if I'm missing something and, and I like, I, I'm almost obligated to like keep up with every single word that is said in the same way mm-hmm. that I'm, if I'm reading a book, I'm not also like 
watching a YouTube video or whatever, or Instagram TV at the same time. And so, uh, yeah. so yeah, I do, I differentiate those in my mind, but I feel like I also need to like let that go a bit. Cause it's, it, you know, you can definitely take in audiobooks or whatever while you're doing other stuff as well. It's not that big a deal, but yeah, I know. I agree with you. I'm, I'm probably the same when it comes to not just audio content, but, um, also video content. I tend to like live streams way more than I do edited video. And most of the time that's either because the edited video is just either very same samey. It's kind of like every edited video on YouTube is like this. And I just don't, I, I'm not finding very much interest in that. And, and NPR podcasts tend to kind of follow that same formula where it's like super cookie cutter, you, you know, and this is, and this is how the, the sausage was made. Like, okay, this is produced by 15 different people. Um, it, it, I just, I tend to gravitate more to like, if I miss something, that's okay. It's all right. It's just sort of in the background. It's, this is entertainment on top of whatever else it is I'm doing. I'm doing the dishes. I'm, um, I don't know, doing work or whatever. Um, that, that tends to be the case for me as well. Not just for audio content, but for video content. As a as a creator, though, on the creative side, do you do you ever wonder or think about like how would if you were on a fifteen person team, how do you think that you are um, what's the word too too controlling or whatever the word would be for to work on a team like that in the podcasting realm where normally it's just you you know you and Kenny let's say like you you mm-hmm. work or you and I working together but like if you had to then like trust that someone else was going to edit the audio or let someone else mm-hmm. you're you're taking someone <laughs> else's research even and being like reading it on out on on air let's say on the microphone mm-hmm. as if it's gospel but you don't know yourself that it's actually true but you're just trusting that you're researching oh that's i mean that that is what tv and radio has been based on for the last 100 years so i don't think it's that big a deal yeah uh, but i know I mean, I mean, like you personally though um no, I, I don't think I have pro- I don't have a problem with that at all because a lot of what we do is already sort of like that, especially for let's say like morning show is is a good example I think where I'm doing a tiny bit of research. I, I probably put like four hours a week into that show in terms of like finding news articles and writing stuff down and maybe summarizing a little bit, but it's my expectation that whatever The Verge or Engadget or Forbes is putting out is reputable, is researched, is um, not just a, a bunch of hooey. And I, I, I kind of turn it into that anyway, but with the assertion that, or with the assumption rather that I, that that is true or that, you know, it's not fake news or it's not whatever. Right. Um, so I don't know. I, I, I think, I think my trust for, for content and and trusting like say like a researcher w- would be pretty high in that circumstance i don't think i would have a problem with that at all and then the other side of it is like producing a show like let's say that making obama style show or whatever or a scripted series let's say like what mm-hmm. i think he does with lore is like where i struggle often is like recording something on a monday and then i'm like i'm itching to like that needs to get out into the world now like because i recorded it whether it was timely or not like so this this discussion we're having today is not like there's very little of it that's like you need to hear it by monday otherwise it's not hopefully it's a little bit timely or whatever yeah but i yeah working on a show where you're like we're going to record and produce 10 episodes let's say over the next six months and then we'll release it 
I like it's a fascinating uh, way of doing podcasting that I've never really experienced too much of like delayed maybe at most like a week or so between Mm -hmm. recording and editing and publishing it or whatever uh even for some of the clients I work with or whatever um but I yeah that would be sort of another fascinating angle on this to do because it would be fun to like within good stuff even let's say like pairing up there's some folks who are probably writers better writers than others and like you know doing some sort of scripted thing with with the listeners even and like developing a even if it was just like a five five episode thing that we did like some sort of story and and sort of recording that um but it's like the 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 sort of machine that we're on the treadmill almost of what we do there's like that desire like it's live it just happened and, and it's sort of like it's out now it's kind of this like cycle that i feel well, like we're in yeah and i think what what we try to do with good stuff too is is embody a little bit of passion and because it is a hobby it's like we want creators to feel like they can put out stuff when they want to put out stuff when they're emboldened to talk about a particular topic then they put it out an episode um it's great if they do it week to week but if they don't yeah you know that's that's fine as well i, I want to make sure that they are interested in the content and that they want to talk about it and that they want to put an episode out about it um whether that's you know, movies or, or talking like me playing video games, right? Like I'll, I'll, I'll ebb and flow with that. And you can't count on good stuff week to week to go in there and like, Hey, I'm going to watch Kyle play uh, firewatch or whatever, yeah. or, or watch Kyle and Chris play Fortnite. Like we're not doing that every weeknight or anything like that because it's not sustainable. And we just aren't in, impassioned enough to, to want to do something like that because we have other stuff going on. Um, and I think that's just the flexibility of being able to do that is nice. And I like that the bar for things like streaming and podcast creation are very, very low in terms of the amount of work that needs to now go into it in order for something to sound professional or for something to be listenable and enjoyed by by other people. Um, which is which is a way of me getting into somewhat of our next topic Um I you put out a tweet about um, Anchor, I, I, I think, saying like it's a little confusing. Can you summarize the, your your tweet about Anchor for me? <laughs> oh, like the financials and stuff. Like yeah, like that idea. Yeah. yeah, I think the yeah. the what I was sort of wondering about is like we've talked about touch on Anchor, Anchor FM. I think is their domain um, mm-hmm. podcasting service for your phone, Android, whatever, and you can very easily create podcasts on it and then host. They do all the hosting for you for free. They also like if you have a podcast, they'll import it and host it again, host it for you for free. I guess I've said that twice now, so it's definitely free. And um, my concern, <laughs> what I tweeted about was just like on no, I was looking at Anchor. I forget why I was looking at it, but there was nothing on there. Uh, we'll cut that out in post. <laughs> uh, there's nothing on there anywhere about um, the pricing, obviously. And like, they're very open about how it's free and they've taken investment money, you know, millions of dollars of investment. And so yeah. they're like classic internet worry i guess of like if there's no charge for this service then what what happened how are they going to pay that investment back obviously it's just like mm-hmm. business 101 and so then you start to wonder it's the, sa- it's the same worry that that everyone has for twitter facebook etc where yeah. like it's going to be driven by advertisers then yeah because like there's, there's no other way to pay it back yeah yeah 
And so then like, obviously the content that we, let's say if we threw all, if we had, cause we had talked about like when we were looking for hosting and stuff and figuring out where we host, like what if we just threw everything on anchor, it's free that eliminates a $400 a bill every year or whatever. Yeah. And so yes. like, that's attractive obviously, mm-hmm. but then six months, a year or whatever from now we have 10, 15 shows on anchor and they decide to turn on a money faucet because they need money and they just automatically insert at 23 minutes and 30 seconds of your show uh, mm-hmm. an ad. So like right now, just as in mid, mid-sentence, it's just like throw an ad in or at the end or at the beginning or whatever. And and you don't really know. And like as long as, again, going back to like if you're just doing this for fun and you're having trying it out, then by all means, like throw it on anchor and see and use that as a platform, to, like a, a sandbox to play with. Audio and podcasting. I, th- I think there's there's two issues with that though, um, because it it starts to make it unattractive to folks who do do this for money. Um, you're not going to see NPR putting out an anchor podcast. I mean, maybe they have already, but you're not <laughs> you're not going to see um, big folks putting putting podcasts out there because they're losing a cut or you know it's. I don't want to have to factor factor in 25% overhead on my budget because we're utilizing this quote unquote free service to put our content out. And I, I think we, we see that happening for most news outlets and things like that, right? Like they're hosting their own videos. Um, some, some are leveraging YouTube, but they, they are taking a cut and, and they know that that is where, they know that's where the the audience is. Um, I think Anchor is kind of the opposite way, where it's it's designed specifically for independent creators, and the independent creators are the ones who should be thriving there. And it doesn't seem like they are the ones that are thriving there. It seems like the top three podcasts over on Anchor are either very well produced ones or ones that are, are produced by a professional company, or it's BS content like. Uh, a radio producer in Venezuela decided to put out a couple of anchor episodes. And now those are at the top of the charts or um, someone uh, scraped a bunch of YouTube content for sleepy sounds. And that's the number five podcast on there. And it's just, it's not I, like that's when I see that. And, and I know that they just updated their whole like discover page and stuff. But when I see stuff like that, it, it doesn't feel approachable anymore for someone who wants to put put content out there um on that platform at least well it feels a little bit like the sorry like the instagram tv anyways too angle of like Mm. here's we're like definitely creators can put it out like and there's folks who are doing some awesome work on it i feel like it's a bit wasted work though if you're going to put your professional stuff on there alongside this other stuff because like i go from mkbhd guy or whatever tech guy who's like slick produced you know awesome video to like someone jumping into a lake and hitting their head at the bottom or whatever is the next video. And it's like, what? It doesn't make sense. And same thing on anchor. It's kind of like, I don't know. You're it's a, it's a network. It's the fire hose. Yeah. It's, it's like, just here's everything. What do you think? We, we, you want content? We have content. Yeah, exactly. They have to turn on the money faucet and then your stuff is going to appear right next to some other stuff. And like, that's okay. Mm -hmm. Like it, YouTube is a platform that's big enough now that it's like, that's the way it is. And it's not going to change anytime soon. We know what we're getting with YouTube, right? Whereas Anchor, you don't know what they're going to do with it down the road. And so there's the fear mongering side of yeah, like, don't, don't ever use Anchor. But I feel like there's a middle ground there where it's like, just use it, try it out, but don't put all your eggs in that 
I like the idea of no. yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, <laughs> <laughs> right, that basket. Yeah, <laughs> I like the idea of starting with Anchor. I think what they are doing very, very well is lowering the bar for tech, like the technolo- technological side of podcasting, to say like. All you do is talk into it like a telephone. You know how to do that, right? Bingo. That You have a podcast. And that's it. Um, and that's what I love about Anchor is that instead of us trying to think like, oh, is this a platform that we can leverage to gain a bigger audience? It is instead the goal is to like say, you've thought about, you've heard podcasts before, right? Like you've thought about putting one out. We make that super easy. You should try our app. And that's it. It's it, we mis- demystify the whole like submit to iTunes, and uh, now you can they automatically submit your podcast to stuff like Spotify and places like that. And it's it's incredible that they are just sort of like now nah, we'll take the we'll take the the hard parts out of this. We'll just do it for you. The talking to other people, like where you can have up to ten people on your podcast, like record a show with your friends, is built in for free as well, right? Like so which we do this fancy like through discord and you know, hopefully it all works and everything like that. And they're, they're just like mm-hmm. you and also like adding random co-hosts and you can just like put out a hashtag or I don't know how it works exactly, but like, and just like <laughs> other people can just join your show and mm-hmm. talk. And like, that's a really cool, neat technology for sure. It, I don't necessarily know that it works out in practice in practice on the practical side, because you're like some other amateur talking about a thing that in your both like, you don't know each other and, and maybe it works out sometimes, but it feels like just like streaming to Twitch with one viewer, it's going to be this awkward town for a while. And so, um, yeah, but maybe it works great, but it's just like neat that it's all there. But again, it's like someone somewhere is paying for that bandwidth of all that audio and all the mm-hmm. video or not video, I guess, but all the audio and the hosting and whatever. And at some point, somebody is going to have to foot the, that Some, bill. Something's going to give. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's, it's, that's technology, right? It's, um, yeah. Uh, what do you think is the best platform for podcasts today? YouTube Live, Spotify, Twitch. Um, it's a good question. I mean, start starting. I, I I'll get back to saying starting out a podcast. Anchor's pretty great. Um, just to to if you've never done it before and you want to just see if you like the sound of your own voice, that is that is the way to do it. Um, but if if you're talking about uh, the best way to gain traction, gain an audience, uh, or just put your Make make it easy for folks to subscribe to your podcast. iTunes still tends to be the best way to do that. Yeah. Um, and what's great about these new podcast hosting platforms is that a lot of times they'll just submit it for you. You press a single button and it just sort of goes through the process. I know the the place that we actually moved good stuff uh, files to has started to integrate some of that into their product as well. Uh, Transistor dot FM. Yeah, it's got a question. It's got a question mark at the end, but it's. Still works in the in the <laughs> in the URL. They're going, uh, yeah, they're going public or opening to public subscribers or whatever users in I think a month mm-hmm. or so. So yeah. And what they're doing now is they they've I think yesterday they tweeted about uh, being able to post your podcast now to Spotify, which is cool. Yeah. I know there's a huge audience of people on Spotify right now. Um, we just don't see much of a return. From that, I, one of our shows is on there right now, Today's Special. Um, I am tracking zero or between zero and two downloads per, per week from there. So it's not, it could just be me testing. But um, discoverability on Spotify is a little wonky as well. 
And just to clarify too, like the uh, the question, like it was about the platform for podcasts. The a lot of the ones you listed, YouTube Live, Spotify, Twitch, are places where um, you would distribute your podcast to. You still have mm-hmm. to host it somewhere, like Kyle was saying, like Transistor, the the, the file or itself, Anchor, yeah, or. Um, Libsyn is like a classic one or whatever. And generally, like if you're just starting out, the you just have to sort of commit to and allow for a say a ten to fifteen dollar a month budget to like try it out for a while. Like that's sort of yep. part of the hobby yep. cost, unless you're using something like Anchor. Um, and so, yeah. which is great because uh, there's no money involved. Yeah, <laughs> and that's where again you'll know whether or not you like it. Exactly. And the, actually, the best. Uh, Honestly, what I tell clients too is the best podcasting platform to start out with is probably just your computer. Like we, what would we, what would we call it? Zero, zero casting or uh, void, void, <laughs> void, 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 void casting. Yeah. yeah. Like I record it on your computer, record yourself doing a fake show as assuming you're talking to listeners, just like you're on Twitch when you're talking to nobody and, and then play it back for yourself, play it back maybe for a couple of friends. Uh, you don't have to have a whole big network set up or po- website set up or anything like that. You can just send them the MP3. They can listen to it. That's the same as a podcast. And then you'll know pretty quickly if you like the idea of a like hearing your voice, b having other people comment on what you have said, <laughs> and your voice, and whether that's a thing you should go forward with without having to spend a dime. Like you can just shout at your computer, basically. So, well, it was it was pretty funny. I saw. I mean, it's probably just a, a tweet that someone screenshotted and, and posted back on Instagram. But it said, uh, "My mom uh, hosts a podcast, but it only yes. stays in my voicemail." Um, which I got a huge kick out of. And it's like, yeah, that is kind of how it is. It's, it just sort of, it's something you listen to later. Yeah. That it's just audio somewhere voices on. Yeah. Yeah. That's what um, you asked. Spa, you asked how much, how much shows per month do you think we're expecting? I think the, this is, so we're responding to folks in our Twitch chat room as we record now, obviously that we record live on Twitch and then folks who are listening on the audio version later, obviously you're not like, we're not, there's nobody. <laughs> They're screaming. <laughs> They're just shouting into the stereo, but uh, nothing's happening. Generally, like in that, that's a, a debatable. Depends on the podcast. Depends on the kind of format you're doing. But in general, like people seem to like the weekly idea. Typically, um, if it works for you and it works for what you're talking about, to do like a weekly every week on Monday, the show comes out or whatever is kind of like a good way to build a rhythm. I think both for yourself as the creator, but also for the listeners to have an expectation. It's kind of like the pattern of you know a TV show that comes out. Um, every Friday or whatever, and and kind of people just get into that rhythm. It becomes part of their life, and you, it's just an easier way to build an audience. I think around that kind of rhythm, you can also do like we talked about earlier, random whenever you feel like it stuff. But just don't expect that it's going to be as easy to build an audience with that, or that of. the same folks will stick around or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. But certainly, you can you can do whatever you want. Like there's a huge uptick now in the last year in daily podcasts where. I think oh, yeah. spinning out of the like vlogging world on YouTube into daily podcasts, either in the news world, like I said, with a daily earlier or other tech shows that are putting out daily tech news and stuff like that. Um, that's certainly a thing you can do. Obviously a lot of work and you're, once you set, it's kind of like what you set, whatever you set yourself up for is a thing you're going to have to keep doing indefinitely. <laughs> um, and so you want to make sure you're, I guess, capable and, and able to keep up with that kind of schedule. And enjoy it too. Yeah. Like, like if, you are not, this is like one of those uh, book cover things, but if you are not enjoying your podcasting experience and you no longer find joy in saying the things you're saying for the show that you're producing, just find something else to do. Find something that does. Uh, Go play basketball in your backyard. 
Exactly. Find something that you do enjoy and then and then go from there. I shouldn't shouldn't just produce a show to produce a show. I mean, sometimes we do. Sometimes there are days where I'm just like, man, this morning show thing, this shtick is old. Uh, It's great. Like, I've had fun in the past, but and then there's a week where I'm just like, this is the best show that that I feel like we've ever had. And it ebbs and flows that way. I think often for me, the like if I dread a show, like sometimes the, like our YouTube podcast or this one, even sometimes on a Thursday, I'm like, should we do it? Should I message Kyle about it? Like we should, I know, but when, should when we? it's six, when it's six 30 and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. or I could just sleep. Yeah. You're getting up like even the, earlier, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but then also like almost like hundred percent of the time, once we actually do the show, I'm like, of course I wanted to do that. Like I love doing this. This is awesome. Mm-hmm. I love chatting with mm-hmm. you. I love chatting with the viewers or whoever happens to tune in and the people who listen later and getting any amount of feedback, even if it's just one tweet or whatever is like the best, whatever kind of one of my favorite kind of thrill, whatever drugs, <laughs> almost, I guess. Um, oh it, no, for sure. It is. I mean, it's, it's one of the, it's a dopamine hit. Like we, we enjoy what we do and we enjoy, I enjoy even just like futzing around with all the, the equipment here and trying to figure out what it is <laughs> that we're trying to do and making sure that it's working. And it's, it, it just kind of is like these little, little bumps that lets you get throughout the, the, the whole podcasting process and even just talking about it and, and stuff as, as, as much of the, like, I, I want to stay on the positive side of podcasting and make it feel approachable for anyone who wants to do it. Yeah. Um, and I want to encourage folks who are like, even like, I feel like there are so many people podcasting or doing live or vlogging and, and it, it can feel like that because it's you see, oh, you know, this person on YouTube is getting 1.1 million views for their blog that they edit and they have t- like transitions and time lapse and dubstep and everything. And how am I going to do that? Got to have the dubstep. It, well, it's, it's like it, it's not really I, I, ugh, I'm trying to f- find a way to be motivational, but at the same time, like just just do it like it's. If it's something that sounds interesting to you, you should try it. Yeah. I mean, just do it. Yeah. It's, and it's, there's the, I guess it's probably like being on the older side of things a little bit in terms of the tech world, anyways, how, considering how hard it used to be to like make a video. Oh, yeah. 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 Whatever. For sure. Yeah. So, all right. Well, that's probably enough for this episode. Uh, enough motivational, demotivational speak for this, <laughs> this episode. Uh, you can, uh, as we mentioned, you can use this uh, Twitter on Twitter. You can use the hashtag AskSMYM on Twitter to ask questions of the show. And we'll grab those and, and with an if this, then that thing and answer it on a future episode. Um, I also set up a, uh, what's the link here? Goodstuff.fm slash SMYM slash ask is a page where you can go and just see actually how the, that process works on as far as ask, asking stuff on Twitter. But also if you have a podcast and you would like to be on a future episode, we do, this show started, I originally started with the idea of like just interviewing other podcasters. And I kind of want to keep a bit of that spirit where maybe one every four episodes or so uh, will be an interview uh, with a podcaster and then the other episodes would be just Kyle and I chatting about podcasting stuff that comes to mind. Um, so if you'd like to be, have your podcast talked about or featured on the show uh, in a future episode, go there, goodstuff.fm slash SMYM slash ask. And there's a form you can submit and kind of like if you're not, if you're just starting out and you want to like get promotion for your podcast, kind of like you're 10 to 20 episodes in at least, you know, you, this is a thing you're actually doing. Um, Cause it's kind of fun looking back at the archives of show me your mic and seeing a lot of those same podcasters are still around going like it's been a couple of years since i interviewed them anyways and they're still doing their thing some of them have gone on to great things like aaron Mankey was an early guest of the show just before he like 
launched into the stratosphere. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And then other people are still just doing their thing, right? And so, um, so if you're interested in, in hearing from other podcasters, I guess, and hearing some bit of their journey and some of the gear and all that kind of stuff, you can look at the archives at, at uh, goodstuff.ff slash SMYM. Uh, Kyle, where could folks find you and, and tweet at you if they disagree with your thoughts? Boy, I don't want to hear about that. Uh, you can go to twitter.com slash dog burps. And I'm Icris. Uh, the show is SMYM underscore FM, but probably more importantly is to follow Good Stuff FM on Twitter if you want yeah. to know about all the podcasts that we do. We don't tweet a lot from there, but we do just let you know when we're either a new episode of a show has come out and or a show is streaming live. So Kyle does the Good Stuff Morning Show. Most, uh, what, what are you, are you on a schedule right now or not? Mm, nope. Okay. So not, not very often, <laughs> but, but you'll know when whenever we can, honestly. Yeah. And we usually stream live too. You can go to goodstuff.fm slash live and, uh, and follow us on Twitch just to get notifications when we do go live for stuff like this or for morning show or for whatever games, Firewatch. Uh, yeah. Our ev- variety everything. Show. I like That's to think right. of it as a variety show. It's like the, our Twitch channel. It's just like. If you like a variety of things and you, the, like it sends, Twitch sends an email if you subscribe whenever we go live. So you just like mm-hmm. ignore it or don't, uh, or show up or don't, it doesn't really hurt our feelings. Um, so, um, I do some podcasting consulting and editing. If you want to hire me, lemonproductions.ca slash hire. And Kyle's got a show about beer as well that you should check out. I do. Uh, podcast.untap.com. All right. Okay, thanks everybody. Remember sending some questions, listen to the show, subscribe, tell your friends if you do the rating thing, whatever. We're we're pretty easy that way. Thank you for listening though. Hope you have a great day wherever you are in the world and bye. <laughs>